7-Eleven trying to get people the seven cents a bag. I, I guess that's what people can stop. Um, yeah, well, everybody, everybody has to pay seven cents. At first, I thought it was only for plastic bags, but it's for uh, paper bags, like any type of bag whatsoever. Oh, that's that's just, that shit is dumb. So essentially, is what Seven Eleven has done is Chicago. Well, not Seven Eleven in general, but Chicago has implemented a bag tax for the purpose of stop stopping people from using plastic bags. But it doesn't make sense because you're taxing people for the paper bags as well. Oh, I don't. I don't know if that's mandated. That might just be a store. You think so? Thing. I've seen. I've seen um, signs from either the alderman or it's in different places. I've seen it, but I think Seven Seven Eleven is the only place where they enforce that super duper hard. I mean, it kind of <laughs> should be that way. I bought those uh, reusable bags when I go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and then today, when I got us ninety nine cent Arizonas, I didn't even like. Yeah, think of wanting a bag because just too, it's too. Cumbersome. I just showed up carrying him like a baby in my arms or something. He did. You showed up cradling two ninety nine cent Arizona teeth cans in your arm, ever so gently, like a loving father would. I wanted the uh, the fruit punch in the bottle so it didn't make this noise. I got it. I'm gonna just open mine because there's no point in me like just waiting to like. Uh, but it was sticky. It was sticky. What was sticky? The fucking, you know, because they make the plastic bottles too, the screw ones. Uh huh. And the outside was sticky, and then I tried to get the one behind it, and that one was sticky, and I was just like, nah. You know, Seven Eleven really don't. They don't really. They really don't give a fuck. Sometimes, like it's just, just like, look, just put the shit out here. It's cheap. They are gonna buy it. Seven Eleven is one of my last choices for a lot of things. Really? Well, what's your? It's expensive, and then they don't care. It's like a corner store. A lot of them. Some of the shit is dirty. Some of the shit is pretty wild. So this is another episode of Spit Sessions. Uh, I want to thank you guys for checking in. Um, we also will announce the second winner of the Lube giveaway. Is it good? It's interesting. This is the the strawberry lemonade Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, which I have never tried before. You know, I didn't even know he played golf when I heard about that. Like you I saw he was inventing drinks. I, I was like, this dude just out here mixing tea and lemonade together. That's some funny shit to get famous for. I was like, did he mix it so good? Everybody was like, God damn, man. This he is probably stole it from a minority. I'm pretty sure. That's usually how that goes. I I mean, just... It makes sense, though, because people put lemon in their tea and sugar in their tea. is like, put some lemonade in the tea. Exactly. See, and judging from how much sugar black people use in Kool-Aid, I'm pretty sure it was more than likely an African-American. You know, honestly, because <laughs> if I get, I don't, I don't do that crystal light bullshit. I don't do that. I need diabetes in the picture. Yeah, man. I know that you get used to it, but... Uh, you have to drink that shit like every day for a week. I'd rather just drink less of something that mm-hmm. tastes proper. Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had Kool Aid in a while. I'm I'm a disgrace. Did you slide through with a with a, a arranged thoughts at all? Or? Yeah, I got, I got some some thoughts arranged. You got some that. thoughts. It's been a little minute. It's been a little minute since we recorded. Um, we had a few things going on. I, I managed to go to one of Reggie's shows that he was performing at. That was that was clutch. I like that. It was a really really uh cool outing. The band did their thing. The guys that went on before you were real decent. The The spot was interesting. It was like a neighborhood joint in Pilsen, which for some of you may not know is on the south side of Chicago. Um, and this lady showed up in a nighty. Uh, yeah, was... but what kind of what kind of neighborhood is that? What kind of people go there? Oh, straight up Mexican people. Yeah, yeah, it's a Mexican neighborhood. This is not this is not a black neighborhood. This is, this is well, Pilsen. like you asked me what Old was Pilsen. going on, and I Old was like, Pilsen. yeah, you know, like you can come by, but then you, I don't know that you told me like, oh, I'm on my way, or I'm definitely coming, because then I started thinking like, I mean. 
you'll probably be safe, but... Nah, I was cool. I mean, you know... The... It ended up being fine, but it's yeah. just, you know, one black person amongst... It doesn't always mix right. Yeah. I'll tell you what, like standing in there, it was that was optimal for me because I was standing there. I could see clean over the crowd. I could see yeah. everything. I was towards the back and I was like watching you drum mad crazy. It was it was really cool. And then the two more black people showed up. Yeah, one was an older gentleman. Uh, I can tell he, he knew what he was doing because he was like a suave, clean shaved. Any older black man you see wearing a lot of accessories like rings and necklaces and, and stuff like, like that. scarves and shit. Yeah, he owned that bullshit. He owned that bullshit. <laughs> and he, he was with two bbws he was they was they was they was curvy they was luscious he 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 was a master of finessing i could just tell from like being around him so uh, he didn't make eye contact with me though because i felt like he he was kind of territorial he was just like all right i'll take this corner you take that corner he didn't want to be in the same area at one time i was just like all right do you think mm-hmm. yeah i wasn't too jealous he was thinking that. in his mind like i'm not your brother i ain't your brother i ain't your daddy I'm just like, <laughs> he was he was old as shit he probably could have been um, but I mean, to each his own. I, I roll by myself. I'm a lone wolf. So. so yeah, there was a lady in a nightgown. Yes. With no bra on. No bra. Wearing some heels that match the nightgown. And they were like strap up the ankle prom heels though. Well, here's what's interesting about that. Mm-hmm. Nobody got it on with her that night. And I felt like she was out there to get some. She get some, get some, some D. But here's what's interesting. So she was like, yeah, you know, find me on Facebook. And I don't. I don't know, I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. But then I got bored like two, three days later, and I looked her up and she's married, so that was funny. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, that's what's up. So maybe she was just really friendly and likes to wear... I mean, people do whatever the fuck they want, but mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. The, the Saturday night before Valentine's Day, and you show up to somewhere without a date, and you're wearing a nightgown. Like, she had a nightgown on with no under. Literally under a nightgown. It was and, a nightgown. It was silk and... Uh, what's messed up is I I have a tendency when I see certain things. Um, I just had a moment where I was like, "Girl, mm-mm. I was like, mm-mm. you see this? You see this?" And the photographer, what was his name? Was it Isaac? Yes. Uh, he and I were this. If you don't know, this is the same gentleman that took Reggie's pictures and the band's pictures last time. Uh, he's gay and he was posing Reggie, and uh, he told Reggie to stop posing real gay like, and it was quite humorous. So he and I were in this corner and we saw this, and he's a photographer, so he has his camera, and I see her. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm like, get the camera. And he reaches for the camera. He's preparing to take a picture of it. He was like, oh, my God, you and I think the same. So it was, <laughs> I, I wasn't the only one that noticed that. I, I want to see the pictures from that night, actually. I haven't, they haven't come out yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for that. I know I, I did the uh, prison pose and a few of them, like the hip-hop rap squad shit. So that was cool. But um, you raised an interesting fact. You looked it up, and she, she was married. I'm not, I mean, I don't know people's details. I'll come across individuals that do have open relationships who knows she could have been uh probably separated or whatever else but this reminds me if it is a case of her just trying looking for some outside dick even though we know what outside dick does fixes your relationship no no this is a rap lyric that, <laughs> out, that outside dick make them hoes sick like it's a juvenile lyric i expect come on no i'm not gonna remember nothing he says okay well fine excuse the fuck out of me so um this this is this is relevant because i saw a video recently and when i say saw a video recently i saw it in like my twitter timeline i didn't click and watch it in its entirety uh there was a lady who was sitting across from an ex of hers and I, i believe the gist of the video was that he admitted to cheating or something like that and what happened was, as always, the entire timeline yeah. blew up. Super reaction. Yeah. There was a hashtag. Her name was Hurt Bay or something. I'm not sure what her actual government name is, but 
That's her middle name. That's her middle name. I, can't, I don't even know what the first name is, but if your na- middle name is hashtag Hurt Bay, you deserve to get cheated on. So, um, <laughs> what happened was, you know, the timeline the timeline split. There were individuals who were, of course, siding with the gentleman. There were individuals who were, of course, siding with the lady in the situation. I, I'm not sure if this actually happened, but people kept making comments about it. But apparently, the woman in the video, there was an uh, incident where she came to a room and he was in the bed with a lady. He told her to get out of the room and she went to a different room and started crying. And I was like, and you stayed with this individual after. That's some bold shit. You know, I, I think it's kind of mostly human nature when there's a precedent set you kind of you're going to take what you can get mm-hmm. and obviously like if you're a better person and you're not used to that it's it's different yeah but i just think overall like if somebody lets you get away with stuff like that yeah. but then there's also there's probably a, a lot of reasons she's that way agreed something or some things happened to her earlier in her agreed. life yes yeah. so you know she needs some help of some sort i believe you know, it's it's a conditional thing. Maybe she has insecurity. She was a gorgeous lady. Certain people things, don't be knowing. They don't know sometimes. They don't really. They don't really know their worth, or maybe they know their worth, but they want to fix someone. Or there's different scenarios. I can sit here and come up with a bunch of, but they go through these things and they don't understand it. They don't have to. And I feel bad because you know she was really emotionally distraught, and the dude was sitting there with the poker face, like. But I read that she was with somebody new already, and then yeah. they were like, you know, how does he feel that she's still caught up on this? Yeah. Like, the old dude doesn't care, and yeah. then you got a new dude, but she's still... Emotionally invested in yeah. everything that went on. I mean, it sucks to be hurt like that, but at some point, you gotta... Let it go. Yeah. Uh, closure is What's a... done is done. Closure is an... I won't say it's an overrated thing, but some, I've never been a person that necessarily needed it. Um, I'm, I've been broken up with more times than I've broken up with individuals. And every time it's been like, Hey, I don't want to be together. And I'm just like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, is there something I can work on? So yeah. it depends on how emotionally or physically invested I am in the person. I let it be known if I'm still feeling it. I'm like, Hey, like maybe we can work this out or where are you coming from? But if it's a, if it's that, then you just leave it alone. It's like, okay. I, you know, you can't make people feel a certain way and you can't change their mind sometimes. And I just let it go. But ironically, what would happen afterwards is, you know, when I let it go, it would be either cold turkey or I would just be cool afterwards. There would be certain individuals who were like, are you are you seeing somebody or something? And I'm like, no. I'm like, why? Why do you ask? And they're just like, oh, you seem to be, have gotten over this situation kind of easily. What is that? And I'm... It, uh, you just tell me that you're a sociopath. It's whatever. I'm but, just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think closer is kind of... Uh relative and a situation where like let's say you date somebody for six months and you break up i mean they just don't want to yeah you know like yeah you can't even it's hard to argue that either one of you is probably even in love yeah you know it's different if you get like a divorce or something of course of course you know somebody dies or you know illegal but it's all Yeah. yeah Like, for me, it's a situational thing. If I'm with someone and it ends, it's understandable, but the circumstance makes a difference. If we're together for six months, eight months, or, you know, and it's not even that long a time, if you leave in a really weird way, like, if we have sex and you hop up and you grab my DVD copy of Booty Tang and you leave and you never contact me again, I'm going to want to find you and figure out why 
it went down like that. And why did you take my copy of Pootie Tang? You're going to call them and they're just going to be like, Sada Tang, and hang up. I'm going to be like, just bring Pootie Tang back. That's all I need. I'm, I understand you don't like me or want to be with me, but I just need I just need that. Did you know that people hate that movie? I don't understand why. And then, you know, uh, Louis C.K. even was like, it was kind of a bad movie. It wasn't really. Yeah, yeah I don't. That was a, I feel like that was a, that was a, that was a cold classic right there. That the movie was I'm, very I'm well surprised written. that even he's like yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, no, nah, come on now. I, I guess he's used to having more dry humor and doing stuff like that and and Pootie Tang was pretty out there a little bit. Uh the concept was interesting. It was funny to me. Like I grew up watching that shit. So especially the scene where he was he was singing that song and it was like straight up silent. I thought it was very clever, and I saw it in the theater and laughed. You saw it in the theater? It's nice. That's what's up. I'm old. Nah, you're not old. <laughs> That's funny, though. But, um, but yeah, I guess I guess the concept of open relationships is is, is, is very interesting to me because uh, I haven't been able to converse with someone who has actually made it work or actually done it. But I like I like to understand the dynamic of how that works. Is it just like, hey, we're together, we're married, or we're girlfriend and boyfriend? But if I'm feeling someone else physically, then I guess they set rules and regulations in order to let someone know. Yeah, this you is just gotta have, I guess, a lot of trust. And it's difficult because we're very sexual beings, and we're attracted to a lot of people, even if we're you know in love with one person. Yeah. But then we're also very territorial and like. Yeah. possessive in a way not even necessarily an unhealthy way yeah so it's hard to balance that uh as far as i want to open a relationship because obviously you know we're both horny for other people but then <laughs> you also don't want yeah. you know so most people just stay monogamous or yeah. are shysty i believe this is i believe that's a case of someone and i hate the saying because it doesn't make any sense but someone wanting their cake and wanting to eat it too yeah why else would i have cake if i'm not gonna eat it but that's a conversation for another time <laughs> I just want to look at this beautiful I just, cake. I just want to sit here and watch it melt and go bad. That shit got eggs in it. But I don't know. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is that I guess honesty sometimes is the best thing. If you know, first and foremost, that you're not willing to give someone a certain thing that they're looking for. As long as you're on the same page, then you aren't going to end up uh, hurting someone or ending up in a negative situation or developing a reputation for being sleazy or, you know, whatever else. Yeah, so uh, back to this lady in particular it kind of i i like the the perspective that i got from being raised by women but sometimes it it works almost to a detriment like for instance this woman once i saw her facebook i was like oh i don't remember her being this pretty or whatever mm. because the tackiness of how she showed up that night it, it was, was fucking like with me too it, it was, was blinding it was fucking with me but i think most dudes would be like oh well, like i see nipples through a shirt i did see nipples though so that's good enough for me no i was it was it was and we sound there are women who will hear what we're saying and some some might call us gay for that like so you saw i'm <laughs> well, serious like, i'm used to it by yeah now. <laughs> yeah likewise likewise i'm not really offended by it at all but it's okay for men men to have certain standards or men to have certain criteria that they're looking for i don't even life. have high standards i just neither do i but you cannot show up at a public event wearing a nightgown with prom heels it was unacceptable um it was acceptable she looked nice but it was just like you why did you do why did you do this like i'll see i'll see what you want you know what i'm saying um but I, what i'm getting at not necessarily regarding standards but regarding asking questions like 
why did she do this? Like, this is kind of interesting. I see what you're doing. I broached the subject. I said something to the effect of, uh, so you're wearing a nightgown, huh? And then she was like, yeah, and it ripped. And then it did. She had a rip by her leg. where it So it started coming up, like, breaking in half and shit uh-huh. lengthwise. Yeah. And that's as far as we got. Like, yeah. I didn't get any insight to the thought processor. But I'm <laughs> assuming. Process. Right. I'm assuming she just wanted to get some. But nobody yeah. was. People were dancing with her and stuff, but nobody was like, all right, like, let's get out of here at any point. Nah, nah, it was, it was that. I just left it alone. You know, for, like, I'm, I stood out, so I wasn't doing too much in the first place. But I did see her talking to you while you were, like, putting your drum kit away and everything like that. And I was just watching you. I, I like watching you interact with individuals because you're very extroverted. And I, it was clear that you were, it was the look, it was the look on your face because Oh, I know you, and I was watching, and you were just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that's wild, that's crazy. Get away from me!" <laughs> it's like, oh, get away. From I gotta, me. you know, I have the most shit to put away and move because the whole drum set. And I'm, drum I'm doing set. that, and then she's like, "Hey, what's up?" So you're in the band, and I'm like, "Yep." And then it's like, "Yeah, I was her, just playing an instrument." Ask her about her nightgown or whatever. I, I'm, I'm like one of the least thirsty people. <clears throat> And then, yeah. and I, you know, I'm down alley oop to anybody in my band. No, yeah, yeah, and that's legit. You, you're a real friend for them. And they be all drunk and shit all the time, yeah, fucking it up for themselves. They, they do too much sometimes, but they're the good guys at heart, <laughs> I believe. Nah, it was cool. We mentioned that there are certain women that will call us like weird or just say something about us not accepting things as they are making an assumption that we're supposed to just jump on things. And this, this reminds me of uh, the topic of masculinity uh maybe hyper masculinity and just certain expectations because i feel like this ties into both of the things that we talked about so far in regards to hurt bay maybe she comes from a background where there was a certain man in the house or maybe there might not have been a man in the house or whoever who knows what but it's conceived that like it's it's believed that a man is supposed to behave a certain way like a man is supposed to have multiple women or a man is supposed to do this or he's supposed to get chicks and smash chicks and yeah. he can't commit and you know because there are certain people with these expectations and um, i've heard that before it's like oh well you know you know how men have the urges like like women also don't yeah women, there's still some of that thought process going on and that's, that's that's not a good thing i think i come from a standpoint where i believe everybody is horny every now and then and it's okay to act upon those things as long as you're being safe as long as protection is being used and so on and so forth you know I don't, and I've had discussions with people, and they're just like, oh, well, you know, you know, men are just going to step out, like, as long, as long as they don't bring that home, like, and if that works for you, that's fine, I'm not here to judge anybody's relationships, but I don't think you should expect it to be the norm, because yeah. you're going to come across people who are going to look at you. Some like, people no. think it's worse if he's on the down low, it's like, he's still out here fucking. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, he was with Terrence last night. <laughs> Terrence is just a funny name. I mean, I <laughs> it's a good, I yeah. think it's a good uh, side dude name. It is a good side dude name. It's, like, it's better than, what was it, Rufus and Chuck, like from Trapped in the Closet? Oh, that, the creature in that dude? No, that was pretty bad. Oh, nobody, nobody is really out here named Rufus. That's something, that's not cool. Do um, people really call HIV the package? That was the first time I heard that. I think that's just some R. Kelly shit. Oh, he, yeah. does, he does a lot of weird <laughs> shit, man. Like, he's a really, really interesting um Man, I remember when they came out, like, people, that was the most I ever heard anybody, like, listen to the radio and turn shit up. Yeah, everybody was, was like Trapped in the Closet was coming out. And trapped in the Closet was, was, was hot shit. That was about, what, 12, 13 years ago? You know he's gonna drop a few more chapters, right? <sighs> he could just leave it. He should. Just How did leave it leave off? Did they, it, was it the cliffhanger, the package cliffhanger? I think the package was the cliffhanger. 
I think of the package with the cliffhanger. And what's fucked up is when I first first saw that, I didn't understand what he was talking about. I'm like, what package? Is it UPS? <laughs> USPS? Like, well, what, what a package? Is? I mean, it's been out of hand because it started off, literally somebody was trapped in the closet because they was fucking somebody that they weren't supposed to. And then oh, it's man. like, then I'm driving cross country over the mountains. And it's like, where are you? What? <laughs> it's like, we're in outer space now. There's, we're at a church. Like... The, there was a lot of ridiculous getting out of jail doing this i'm like this is so many characters and locations at this point yeah it was unacceptable he could just make a new one it got really it got really unacceptable for me at the point where he brought in the stripper midget i didn't i didn't i didn't know stripper midget there was a stripper midget i Um, remember the the first midget that was hiding he was a stripper Oh, okay. He's Where he was hiding in the under he the was sink. In a, yeah, and he ate the piece of cherry pie and everything. Yes. Like that. <laughs> yeah. If you, this is not not everyone. You know, uh, if nobody's heard trying the closet, they're like, gonna what wonder the what the fuck we're talking about. We're not crazy. Like midget. this was midget. midget. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite trapped in the closet episode was chapter five, and I'm not gonna drag this on for too much longer. But in chapter five, because. You know, if you're listening to a song on the radio, there are certain parts of a song that are censored, you know, because you can't curse. Instead of getting the song edited to the point where, uh, you know, it would just be cur- He sang the censor sounds. The chapter started off with, well, 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 what the dude is this? <laughs> a condom I did not remember that. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it in a little <laughs> bit. A condom in my bed. You better start talking, dude. And I was like... I was like 15, 16, listening to this shit. Like, it was, I was like, this man's, this is like, that was like breaking the fourth wall in radio form. That's, or I mean, that is really clever, but. Yeah, it was, he, it was interesting. He likes young women too much. Yeah, he, he, yeah, too young and too much. So, I want to take a moment to mention the giveaway before I get lost in my train of thought because there's about 30, 40 some chapters trapped in the closet and I was going to, I was going to get lost in the sauce. So, the first winner of the giveaway was, uh, at scological it's kind of funny saying an at sign scatological scatological skin that's nasty scat, <laughs> scat? that's what came to mind that's the key word in that word you just said for those of you that don't, don't know what scat is don't look it up and for those of you that do know you 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 it's a scat man remember he did the, that that time i know the scat man no but i'm thinking about the sexual act no that's scat. what i was thinking about too. okay cool just so we're on the same page it's kind of nasty um, the second winner of the giveaway is going to be announced today, uh, maybe as soon as the episode is done. I'm going to go through everyone who shared an episode and like the page or so on and so forth, and uh, you're going to get all this lube. I have the lube sitting like right here in front of me, so I'm going to ship that out, and you can slip that in. That's what's up. I'm clever. And, uh, I'm clever. You know, if, you, uh, if you have suggestions of who we should hit up to get free stuff to give away, you know. Yeah. Maybe we can hit up Doritos. Yeah, we we gave that was a free plug. They don't need the extra. He plugs, has a but... bunch of empty chip bags in his garbage. That's not a bu- that's like four. That's like four. I mean, and this is over the course of a certain amount of time. It's not that much. I'm like, you like Doritos? They're crunchy. They are crunchy. They're delicious. It's gotten to the point where bi-weekly, I make sure I do a room cleaning because I know there's going to be some sort of commentary about... Uh, it's the wastebasket specifically, though. We haven't done uh, a wastebasket commentary uh, moment in a while, so that's what's up. I'm happy there's nothing super embarrassing in there. Essentially, I'm going to mention whoever it is is going to win this one, so and, and it's going to be kind of clutch, so I appreciate you guys. Um... What was I going to say? I wanted to hit you up the other night because I ended up um, going out like a good two nights ago. The friend that we usually mention on certain episodes, 
he's a he's a super he you know like used to be in the military like straight macho type dude like without and i don't like categorizing people but it was really difficult for me to come up with uh, a certain way to describe him he's well okay he's he's a lot more like me than he lets on uh-huh. but then especially after being in the military they kind of mm-hmm. break some of that down and, and force you into this this mode of more. what you're supposed to be like yeah yeah so he we wouldn't we wouldn't hang out with him if he was just like you know ridiculous and in, in all of that but it's funny because i sent reggie video clips of us at a drag show i didn't know it was going to be a drag show i was invited to it did zach know uh no he didn't know oh and so none of y'all know because i would have if i, I would have know. known that you were going to a drag show i would have met you dude it was awesome that was my first one that was my <clears> first one i went to a drag brunch before and then at you know hamburger mary's they do that sometimes like how does that eating. work yeah they just come out where you're eating and you oh, can tip them and stuff. That's cool. But I'm sure yours was better. Like it was legit and more sexual. Probably. It was it was pretty legit. It was. I mean, it wasn't super sexual. Uh, one of the queens came out in full football attire. Nobody was playing sports, so I was confused at first. I was like, "What is this? What's happening?" But it was pretty cool. Like it was all glittery, and, and they were singing and rapping and everything like that. It wasn't just like drag queens coming out and like pop locking on a handstand, which would be entertaining in a way. But this was. It had there was more offered to me and I appreciated it. It was a uh, it was extra interesting because I went to a party that uh, kind of sucked. Like basically, there's some <clears> people who live by me. Um, they're really cool. Like I like the people who live there. They're great for inviting me and everything. Uh, but this party was a lot more packed than their parties usually are, and it was just like a lot of mm-hmm. kind of like boring white people. Okay. But this guy that you're talking about, the invited to the drag show that none of you guys knew was a drag show before you showed up. Mm-hmm. He. He loves white ladies. So he showed up and I thought, well, at least he can talk to these ladies and get a phone number. But he was just over it and he left after an hour. He's like, you know, I'm going to go meet up with Zach and do something cool. And then he ended up <laughs> at a drag, drag show. show. You guys. I wish you had. Yeah, I, w- I totally wish you had came. But yeah, you were the first person I thought of when we went there and we actually started doing that shit. So it was it was, it was a lot of fun. I want to bring up the polls at the moment. One of the polls that we did a while ago was you you did the poll yeah would you like to let people know what this poll was uh you know we brought up smoking crack a couple of times (laughs) at least on the podcast a lot of times in real life i feel like you know pretty much anything but heroin you could probably just try it one time be okay (laughs) so you know people voted overwhelmingly that you should just you know take a tiny rag and see what it tastes like i don't (laughs) you don't even have to inhale so i'll I'll worry about procuring it. I'll, no, no, I'll no, get no, it, no. And then we're not doing we it. Can, we'll do it right on the podcast. Like You'll hear the lighter. You'll hear you suck on the glass. That's fucking terrible. And no. then you could give your real-time review. We'll let <laughs> we'll get like 20 seconds of silence, and then you'll be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Like a Yelp review for a Crack Rock cocaine? Like, yeah. no. I, you'd another, be like a Crack Sommelier. A Crack Sommelier. Like, there's a slight taste of cinnamon in this rock. Um when you when you twist it this way and light it from this angle like so like no i'm not i'm not doing that and i, I felt like my life was in jeopardy when you when you did that so, i mean but, you know drugs are bad but okay you know you're when you're getting older you gotta you gotta try stuff and then have kids i guess and then once you get really old then you could start doing stuff again you know the most valid thing that you said was have kids after you try the smoke the crack 
Because if you say have kids and then smoke, I'm like, I don't know. That could lead to some... some, some well, Right. If you're like, man, I'm getting older and I have kids. Like, let me just sneak off and I, smoke I wanna, crack real quick. I want to have fun. I'm going to go smoke this crack in the bathroom. No, I'm not doing that. They'll be that. coloring for the next 20 minutes. No. They won't notice. No, absolutely. It's pretty bad. I did another poll. I was just like, hey, so we're going to be recording soon. Uh, and I was like, do you, do you guys really want me to do this? And it wasn't super overwhelming. Only 31 people voted, but 55% said no you you don't have to smoke the crack so i feel like i'm, I'm safe <laughs> i'm safe now so i was ha- i was happy because i didn't i second. didn't see that one because i was actually i was pretty busy this week but yeah really I, uh, what all did you do i don't know man i was trying to make this money out here you were selling that i dude? need i need brakes and whatever else for my automobile and then uh then i was just like this whole weekend i, I had a show friday and then i did some some shit saturday mm-hmm. and then i had a show sunday yeah that's what's up i played uh so we're we're friends with this barber. Oh, so John, right? Yes. In my band. Yeah. Part owner of the barbershop. Yeah. Uh, one of his partners, um, I guess he's he cut Chance the Rapper's hair for the Grammy. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So then he had a birthday party for his son at the barbershop, and we we played that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Speaking of Chance the Rapper and music in general, um, he he got three Grammys. So I was like, that was real. That was real cool for me. That's cool that you know, like a local guy, an independent artist, was able to do that. Like, exactly. I'm not the biggest fan of him personally, but I yeah. I get why people like his stuff and yeah, good for him. Yeah, it was really decent. So I was I was excited to see. It was another moment of. I mean, there's two. In my opinion, there's two examples of coming from a place where you made things happen, even though you didn't really have a super background in that type of thing. Like. Chance is is one of those individuals who seems like he he made it happen. I mean, I know he's had uh, help along the way from different individuals and so on and so forth, and that's really really cool. The only other example I can think of is like the president who didn't have any background in politics at all, and he made that happen. But I'm not gonna get into that right now, at least because that's that's nasty. So I sent you an article, um, at least regarding music, because you sent me a multiple. There are memes here and there. That are like multiple choice memes, like who's the hottest? It was like who's the hottest? This was serious though. The thing I seen. This it was super serious. It oh, was okay. A white person had posted it and was like, I think like I like Machine Gun Kelly the most. <laughs> what was it? How it, many? Who? It was. It was like who's got the best flow or something. And it was a picture of four white rappers. It was. Let me. Uh oh. Yeah. What What was his name? Machine Gun Kelly. Right. Uh, Mac Miller. Let me freak. Who's that? Let me, Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. And then who was the other one? It wasn't like Asher Roth or some shit like that. I don't know. It was. It doesn't matter who it was. Yeah. It Basically, none of them were Eminem. None or... of them were Eminem. <laughs> so... No. Because no, that would have been like a straightforward. Like he's he's like the white rap messiah. In my opinion, Eminem fell off like a long time ago. But you can't dispute like those first. Yeah. What? Six years that he was out. Yeah. He was for sure. just fucking ridiculous. It was, it was crazy. You know, honestly, uh, I, I, that that shit didn't that shit didn't age well at all. You can't, you would not be able to get away with them Eminem bars like today. Like that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, we've kind of, we've come a long way socially. Yeah, we, that's just not okay. I was I was I was young listening to the shit he was saying. He was talking about stabbing chicks and 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 and, and choking people out and yeah. smacking his mom in the face. A few I mean, times. he he got some 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 flack for it, and yeah. you know, thankfully for people like me and you, we we. We got that it was just jokes and that we shouldn't yeah, do that. No, yeah. But to be fair, like I was really young when that first one came out. Mm-hmm. Like we both were like really young. Yeah, we were down there. It was it was pretty crazy. Um, like I remember my mom hearing me listen to that for one of the first few times, and 
she was like, "What the fuck are you listening?" Dude, to? like when when Kim came out, I was that like, was scary. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that, that shit was terrifying." I don't know what he was going through. <laughs> I remember, you know, it was crazy as high. My name is Slim Shady, and so on and so forth. Like that shit is that shit is something like you can laugh at, like ha ha ha. He talking about beating off with a stapler, so whatever the fuck he was talking about. But Kim was like, I remember being in a car and my dad like had the album and we would like sit down and we listen to it here and there. This is parenting at its finest, whatever. And that shit came on and in the song he was talking about slitting his wife's throat and he was like, like he was saying, well, he was screaming and crying the whole time, which is, you know, it's kind of, well, like there's a lot of elements going on here. I think you have to respect the performance aspect of it because I mean, he's, He's in a booth by himself. And he's literally acting all this out. And that's not easy. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's weird to think of having this idea and then going as far as to actually <laughs> produce it. You yeah. know? Like, I want to do this thing where I'm driving with my wife in the trunk and I'm screaming and crying, rapping. And then at the end, I, I stab her to death in the trunk. I take her out into the woods. And, and the song stopped and... It was just audio sounds like you can hear like dragging and leaves and like like stabbing and gurgling from being cut in the throat. And I was I was a kid sitting there. And my dad, the whole car got quiet, and we were just like, uh. And all I remember my dad saying verbatim was, "Oh shit." <laughs> and ever since then, after that, he would just skip the song when it would come on. It was just like, "All right, cool." No, that shit is terrifying. I don't really. I'm not really accustomed to i don't pay much attention to the the white rappers that are out now other than like maybe mac miller machine gun kelly is just like this is like you know white rappers are like and you know i'm sure almost anybody who listens to this is into sports more than we are it's like the fucking the white dude on the basketball team who let's say larry bird right Or, or the white running back or wide receiver on a football team it's like there's a certain uh, part of the fandom that wants to latch onto them just because they're partly because they're different, but I think part of it is because they're white. Like mm-hmm. black people dominate rap music; they dominate a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. And it's, I guess there's maybe a relatability aspect. It's like, oh, he's white like me, and yeah, yeah, a whole a movie. lot of white rappers are just not like. I think Mac Miller's flow was probably the best out of the people on that list, but I don't find. His music just doesn't come off as genuine to me. Like I don't give a fuck if he's from Pittsburgh or what. Like you're yeah. not his his music. It 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 has a feel to it where it's just like you know. Yeah, it depends on what's being. I've heard a few songs. There was a song he had with Miguel where he was just talking about you know you know a lady he was with or so on and so forth. Like it was. It, it was, was like you're playing at being a rapper more so. Like even if even if the rhymes are good or the song's good, yeah. a lot of times it just comes off as like this is what I sound like if I were a rapper. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. not as like this is. I'm writing what I live and what I know type deal. No, exactly. It, it The subject matter does matter a lot to me. Um, and I'm not saying that there are certain white individuals that can't go through the same thing that black people in impoverished neighborhoods go through. Because that, that would be false. Like, look at certain areas like, like Bridgeport or some shit. Which I think, I think the show Shameless is all about. I haven't watched it yet, but it's about... It's... Canaryville, I think, it's which is just south of Bridgeport, right? Yeah, I think so. It's Speaking an, of which, yeah. there's there's a lady from Wisconsin whose claim of fame is she got kicked off of Judge Judy. 
and apparently she's a friend of a friend of a friend and she just added me on facebook because i post funny stuff sometimes so i've like never met her never talked to her but her status is pop up on my thing and she made a, a pilgrimage to the shameless house because really? she likes shameless yeah and i w- i wanted to type something but i was like i don't even know you like that just that's weird I'm glad you lived. No, exactly. That was good. Do you think? So, like... Because people live there. People live in that house. And yeah. they probably... That's tired of that shit. And it's not a neighborhood where you should just be... It isn't. ...around there, especially if you're from somewhere in Wisconsin. No, yeah, And you have sure. no sort of street smarts. It's not It's not a neighborhood that I would walk around or in. Uh, Bridgeport and Canaryville have had reputations for being areas that if you are of a certain ethnicity whether it be uh black or maybe mexican or so on and so forth it you can get got from walking in there like that shit is not it's not but people okay. can tell like it's hard to explain if you're not from the city but people just read the shit out of you right away and they, they know. know like they just know they know i know i know i know and yeah. I have I have urges sometimes in the back of my head like I should rob this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't act on them, but I can. No, tell. for real, like you you can look at somebody and know like if you could rob them and get away with it or not. Yeah, you like go. that video that went kind of viral where the the man and the woman are sitting and dude just snatches her cell phone oh, and he that, doesn't do anything. That hurt me so much. But like that dude scoped him and he was like, I bet you I could grab her phone and nobody will do anything. That like, hurt me so much. You that just, really hurt me. But the thing is, you have to do something. Even if he beats your ass, you have to do something. You have to. Because you got to live the rest of your life knowing. Like, yeah. yes, it's only a $600 cell phone and it doesn't matter, but it's like... In the grand scheme of things. You got... Maybe it's a pride thing. And if anybody, especially on this, has any feedback or any like suggestions but um just get at us because i saw that video and i was getting a haircut and my barber was talking to me he and i i know earlier it might seem a little hypocritical because we were talking about masculinity and certain expectations and being macho and so on and so forth but at times it is the principle you know if i'm sitting next to well here's what happened in the video there was a gentleman sitting next to, let's say, his girlfriend. I believe they were romantically involved, more than likely, possibly. And it might have happened somewhere out east. I don't know if it was New York or such, but they were on the subway. A very large black man um, walked up to her, smacked her phone out of her hand. It hit the ground, and he picked it up. As soon as he picked it up, he approached—he didn't walk too close, but he went up to the gentleman sitting next to her— and like jumped at him a little bit, and the guy cowered and yeah. like leaned. It away. looked really bad. It was really bad. It was the way it looked. Um, but when I saw that, my heart went out to the guy. But I couldn't. I couldn't. It's like, bad enough if you're alone, but it's like you have to stand up for. It's yeah. not even the fact that she was a woman. It's like you have to stand up for your people. Yeah. Even if that's one of your dudes, especially if they're smaller than you, like yeah. you have to make a scene of some sort. No, exactly. And it's not as though they were robbed at gunpoint or knife. No, point. it was bare hand. Right. Bare it was hand. just dude slapping the phone out of hand. hand. You, you. I feel like you, as an individual in general, and it does depend because, I, and I, this might be sexist of me, but if I'm in a situation like that and I'm. It's about to be an altercation, and I'm with a lady. If she, I would not want a lady or uh, a woman that I'm around or with, whether it be friend or romantically involved, to do anything just because I don't want her to get hurt. Like, if yeah. let me catch 100% of the ass whipping, like, I don't want you catching 15. Like, even though that 85 might feel better than 100% <laughs> ass whipping, I, I would feel bad knowing that both of us, like, got into an altercation like that. So, um, but you can't. I, there's no way like when i see stuff like that and when i see 
pranking videos where somebody jumps out and there's a guy with a lady and he jumps behind a lady or pushes her towards whatever it is and like sprints off. That's that's rough. That's rough for me. Maybe it's because I, I actually care about and love people that I happen to be around. If I didn't, I wouldn't probably yeah. wouldn't be around them in the first place. But you got to be willing to compromise or sacrifice a little bit. Yeah. And you made a reference to like if we've been in situations and you said before. Um, you've been, you, you talk a lot of shit. We talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit. If I earn it, I'll take it, but I'm, I'm not out here earning ass whooping. But that's, yeah, exactly. Cause we're sociable sometimes and we know how to say certain things without offending people. But let me tell you this, if you and I were somewhere and you said something and somebody ran up on you like, Hey, why are you talking to my wife? I know she got a nightgown on in the club, but, <laughs> but why you do? Why you own that? So on and so forth. Like I would be either next to you or near you, ready to throw hands because yeah. I'm not about to let you get pieced up by somebody because somebody's wife cho- chose to come in in a nightgown and some heels on. Like, come on now, is you serious? Don't that's, save up. That's how you got to be. And then you know there might be. I know there's at least one person listening to this who's gonna try to say that I'm full of shit only because one time I was on the train. And this dude was wearing jogging pants and he started jagging off really hard to the lady I was with. But I was like, you know, he's, That's not, not, he's not touching anybody. He's 10 no. feet away from us. He's, he's not coming up. closer. Let's get up and walk away. Right. I'm not going to be like, sir, go. put your goddamn dick up. Yeah. Stop. Stop beating off real hard. No, he was just... dry dogging and he ain't had no stroke 29 or nothing. That's crazy. No. He was just out here on the train. That's nasty. Now he got dick hands. And he touched Did he? Was he touching anything else on the train? Because I got that whatever He was, was. just looking and, and jacking it. And she's dick. like, are you going to say something? I'm like, no. I'm really suspicious. No. Why would I say something to this man? He obviously <laughs> crazy. He beating <laughs> off in public. You People have to think sometimes. People have to think sometimes. I've seen situations where, thank God I've only seen these things like in televisions or like movie. Uh, like where it's just like a lady's like, oh, I'm going to get my boyfriend. He going to beat your ass. If I'm with you and we and you love me and we're going out and you care about me. Please don't volunteer my hands for stuff like that. Yeah, if I'm asleep at like 2 a.m. and you call me up like, hey, you need to uh, get to Fullerton of Western and beat up this dude who looked at me. I'm like, <laughs> Excuse <fuck>? me? <laughs> I'm going to call you an Uber home. You know, like that's just that's just wild. But uh, once again, I think that all goes back into into uh, masculinity and what is expected of certain people. Um, I do want to get into that, but I want to have a, a lady guest. I really want to have talk about masculinity and and what all that's about and how it affects people. Yeah. Yeah. But it'd be great to have a, a woman's take on it. No, I agree with you because we, even though we, I think we give nice opinions on certain things, we're still coming from the perspective of being men. So we are trying to figure that out. We'll, we'll, we'll look up some people probably preferably somebody we can get in here. Cause I still haven't worked out how to do that long distance interview stuff. Um, I know technology very well, but I don't, like, but so we're, we'll be on the lookout if you are in the Chicago area and you happen to be free and near the northwest side of Chicago and I know you well enough to have you in my house without worrying about you stealing something that I might reach out to you yeah he doesn't want anybody stealing his Doritos no I don't steal my Doritos I hate when people call them Doritos Dorit- I never come across anybody that has done something like that that's kind of disgusting and it's triggering a little bit so I, I want to talk about the uh I was really struggling to uh, come up with a list because you know, I've been kind of busy. Yeah, of course. And then uh, a big thing that jumped out to me, I was helping my, my sister move and I was helping her set up her carbon monoxide detector and it kept, you know, beeping because we had the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking to the the one thing that really annoys me and it's a big deal because a lot of things 
I'm like, hey, life is short. It's not a big deal. I get over it. I will never get over this. Oh. People who have a fucking smoke detector in their house and the battery's dying and it beeps every two and a half minutes and they act like they can't hear it. Have you ever been on the phone with somebody and you hear dee, dee, dee. <laughs> Yeah, I have. And then you stop because it's annoying you over the phone and they're living in that. Yeah. I've had, I've tried to sleep at somebody's house before mm-hmm. and then I went home because I said, do you have a battery for this? I'm not, I'm not doing this. How do you, that's, to me, that's like the trashiest thing. Like you could have mold and shit in your house and I'll be like, well, that's understandable. This is the one thing where like, there's no excuse. Go climb up there and put a fucking battery in that thing. Mm-hmm. How do you live for days, weeks, months? Really? Hearing that. Yeah. That's, that's really upsetting. Uh, my pet peeve, at least when it comes to household uh, things, is individuals that I've, <laughs> I've been asked to wash out paper plates before. Wash out paper plates. Nah, I'll go home. <laughs> That's like I've rinsed a red solo cup before because I'm being considerate. Like, okay, I'm gonna switch from pop to water, something like that. Yeah. But if you have me scrape off a paper plate and and talk about like, I'm I'm for conserving things, mm-hmm. but. These people are not worried about the environment. They're just really they just cheap. Just don't care. Uh, it, and there's a difference. If you if you got like you double up the paper plate just so it doesn't break. I understand saving that second plate at the bottom because it wasn't touched by anything. But if I use a paper plate in the sperm, you just say, like, "No, nah, don't throw that away." I'm like, "What do you mean? No, nah, just 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 wash that off." I'm like, "Excuse me." Yeah, wash just, paper. just wash that off. <laughs> so I had to take some of that Dove liquid. Soap. No, why would you do it? Bubba. They house they rules, man. No, I gotta be that. respectful. I'll so, go home. so, so uh, I got it. Uh, I washed it off, and the fucked up part is I don't know where to put it because how is a paper plate gonna dry? And they're like, no, I just sit it on the side. And, you know, I don't. If it's any consolation, I don't hang out with these individuals anymore. I have better standards for myself, and I was kind of young when that happened. When something like that happens to me, I look at them for a long time, like trying to figure out if they're fucking with me, if I should go <laughs> along, if I should say something, or most importantly, if yeah. I should go home. Yeah. Because I got, I forget what age I was where I realized, like, I could just leave. Yeah. Like, a lot of shit happens, and, like, when you're a kid and you'd be stuck somewhere, like, you know, your parents, it's like, it's like I have, I have a car, I have bus money, like, I'll just fucking leave. I don't have to deal with this. No, exactly. To be around you and your nonsense. Exactly. So you, so if someone asked you to wash the paper plate out, you would leave. Right. I would I would like, stare at them for like twenty seconds to figure out what is actually going on. Yeah, and I'll just be like, "Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a just slide on out of here." But if I were to start smoking crack while we was recording right here, you would you would sit next to me and just like inhale the the, the secondhand crack fumes. I'd be like, "You realize you wild. you did that poll and you didn't you you realize you would be affected by this, right? Is it is it possible to get high off secondhand crack fumes? I don't know. Uh, maybe." Yeah, I don't know. That's really, that's really, really interesting. And speaking of crack, like, I was fucked up is, I, I can't recall if it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, um, because they, those holiday, holiday season tends to run together for me. But this is relevant because it was me, my father, my uncle, who does not stay in town anymore. So he was visiting from out of town. This is my dad's older brother. And my baby brother, who's 14. So we're sitting here, we're getting ready to go over to my grandfather's place, and we're sitting down and we're talking about different things. Eating peppermint candy, like just maybe sharing a few drinks and like catching up a little bit. And I don't know how we got on the subject, but my uncle randomly goes, he's like, yeah, man, 
this stuff is good. This is a good drink. Remind me of the first time I tried crack. <laughs> and I was like, huh? And he was like, yeah, man, that shit, that shit is crazy. He was like, I was going through some things at the time, you know. I wasn't with my wife anymore, and the relationship didn't work out, and I just lost my job, and so on and so forth. And, you know, I was just really, really distraught. So I hit up a friend of mine. I'm like, hey, you know how to, you know how to rock that up or cook that up, right? And he was like, yeah, I got $50. Let's do it. And I said, fuck it. And my 14-year-old, <laughs> this is a moment where my, my 14-year-old brother is sitting like next to me, and I'm sitting here like, and he looked over at me, at me and I made eye contact with him, and I was just like, if you ever fuck it, I'll yeah. Fuck, I mean, it's I'll different because you're of the age where if you haven't tried crack by now, you're just not gonna. Nah, we out of the crack age. But fourteen, it's like I can try some you know crack what? still. Yeah, fuck it, I'll try it. But he, 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 he go. My dad's sitting there looking at his older brother like, nigga, please stop talking about this in front I of think, my kids. I think you know. I think that's cool that he feels comfortable to share that story, he did. but probably not. Yeah, maybe with the fourteen year old. Brother. You know, honestly, but he he went on. He was just like, you know, I took one hit of that shit, and I was I felt like I was flying. I was like, I felt like Superman. He made the noise. He was like, da, 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 da. and I was like, oh, this is getting worse. And he was like, you know, he was like, but thank God, I think he realized what was going on at the time. Well, he was, he was like, making it sound cool as he, hell. He stopped. He he. I think he caught himself and was like, you know what? But thank God, I stopped that shit, man. I kicked that shit. And he was like, that shit ain't good for you, man. Like, so I, felt, I felt like all the characters in your favorite comic book, son. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just felt like Goku. I felt like all of them. Super Saiyan. <laughs> and I'm just like, can you please, like, please don't, please. But he caught himself and he was like, yeah, so don't smoke crack. That, I hate that shit. You can't make something sound super duper appealing and amazing yeah. and then be like, you know, but I tried it, but you, you, you don't do it, though. You don't do it. Um, and it's cheaper than cocaine. I mean, it is you could just save up your lunch money for a couple of days and go get some. Yeah, you can. You can split the rock. You can just put it up on the exactly, <laughs> right down the location where to get it on some Dave Chappelle <laughs> shit. Like I, that's just no, don't do that. He made a little treasure map with an X, a red X crack here. Exactly, it was the worst intervention or or pep talk that anyone could possibly receive. And I haven't I haven't experimented much with a lot of stuff. I mean, at most, I've experimented with, like, marijuana occasionally. But, you know, working in the medical field, you can't really have that in your system because, you know, it's a no-no, essentially. They, you know, insurance, liability. Uh, when you're driving an ambulance and you're taking care of people, they don't want you to have THC in your shit. So, well, right, and it's, it stays in your fat cells for a long time. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you have a, a, a nice Friday night and then, like, two weeks later, you could test positive, so... Precisely. So, it's but, not worth it. Yeah, but uh, the thing about sometimes being uh, around individuals in the restaurant industry, which I happen to be in now, is it's a little bit more lenient. It's just like, hey, you can try this. Hey, you can try that. And also, marijuana doesn't have as much of a negative stigma as it used to. Because yeah, people, it's a lot more accepted. Yeah, yeah. People Maybe a little too much sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. Like, like there's a line... As always, I find myself trying to be in the middle of certain things. Like, if I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it. Like, I'll try it, like, out of maybe, like, a joint or maybe, like, I don't, I'm not proficient with the rolling of it. I don't know how to efficiently use a bong or any of the advanced, and this advanced to me, you can judge me if you want to, but all of these materials, I don't know how to clean that shit. I don't know how to do that shit. And I'm not, and then there are people like who are just like using gas masks, masks, and, 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 and oh, the vaporizers. Yeah. And I'm like, the you dabs with the blowtorch. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, dabs. I saw somebody do a dab off of a Cheeto, like a flaming hot Cheeto. Wait, they, what? They put, yes, it was like a dab machine. I don't know what the name of it is. They had the wax or whatever, and they were dropping it in and smoking it off of a Cheeto. And he dropped all of it in, 
smoked it all out, blew it out, and he ate the Cheeto. And I'm, I'm like, are you trying to fuck your life up? This, that's, that's, to me, that's categorized as crackhead shit. Like, if you, yeah. if you're out here and you're smoking K2, that's crackhead shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I found out that somebody I knew did K2 once. I wasn't there. <laughs> they were like, hey, remember that night we were smoking that synthetic weed? I was like, I wasn't there. And you know I wouldn't do it if I was. Y'all right. are fucking crazy. No. That shit smells like, I think I've been around it. It smells like potpourri. Someone told me it burns like potpourri. It's not something that you Yeah, it's really... basically potpourri. Yeah, it's not and something there, that you And there's an issue. I know in New York they had a big, like, epidemic of having to take people to the hospital for that. Because they were, they were buying K2 at all the bodegas. Yeah. And getting sick. Yeah, they were selling that in gas stations here. Don't smoke K2. I don't know if they they can still sell that. I don't think so. They shouldn't be able to. You know, my thing with weed is like, you know, I'm pro-legalization. Likewise. I, I understand that it has medicinal value. Yeah. But all you fucking potheads need to get off your high horse that you shouldn't be on. Was that a pun? No. Okay. Alright. <laughs> but like... you know, it's like, you're, like, look, if you're a pothead, that's fine. But don't try to sugarcoat anything. Be like, it's medicine, bro. I'm just high 24-7. It's medicine. Like, just fucking stop and this the whole thing it's like you know liquor is really bad but i'm gonna smoke two blunts and go drive somewhere like wait come on that's just scary to me or like i need to smoke before work and then on my lunch break and then after work too yeah. i think at some point it does become a crutch and you know it's not addicting in the way that a lot of other things are but yeah i think you can't you can't just be like oh well we just fine no matter what and i can just smoke it all the time and there's no issue mm-hmm. like there there has to be some sort of restraint involved. Yeah. You should, it should be a treat sometimes. I mean, or, or maybe just being straightforward. Like, you know what, bro? You can be addicted to the way it feels. Yes, I know if you have certain things like body elements or physical, physical injuries or allergies or something like that, it might actually be able to help you. And that's what's up. Because you found something to help you with whatever it is you have going on. But I don't know. There's certain, like I, like I said, there's certain situations. Like if you're at a funeral and you just hop up, like, damn, man, I'm going to go outside. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to have fun or whatever. But yeah. it's like if you feel the need where you need to be high, like, all the time, don't there there, there might be something underlying there, right? Like, I think that's kind of yeah, no, logical yeah. Actually, to assume. No, I agree with you. And that, just that like goes, if you have to drink every day or have or if yeah. you have to smoke every day. Like, yeah, that's a problem. Like, there there might be a problem with the, the, the restraint. And you might have some underlying things that you... Might need to work on, and you use these things as kind of like a crutch in order to deal with certain things. It's okay to talk to people if you want to talk to me or Reggie about your problems or something like that. Like I volunteered Reggie because I don't want to be the only one. Uh, talking yeah, to I think uh, I'm a pretty good listener. I am as well. Like yeah, we're offering our services for free. We're not professionals though, so if you need professional help, don't come to me. Either. I was telling uh, my uh, I I know somebody who's a teacher. Well, I know more than one, but anyway, I was talking to one in particular, and he was talking about like even though he's an art teacher, he puts in as much time or sometimes more as somebody who teaches a more respected subject like a history or, or something like that or a science. Yeah. And I we were just talking about how important it is to give, especially to younger people. Yeah. Like I know that like I wasn't involved in really any after school programs, like not a lot of extracurricular things. I didn't have like, a lot of uncles around or anything like that. So as much like all the great things, you know, that my mother did for me, Mm-hmm. A lot of things I had to figure out on my own or the hard way. So it's important to me, especially with younger people, to try to be like, well, I did this and this is how it turned out and, and give them perspective that they may not be getting anywhere else. Yeah, that means a lot. It makes a big difference. It does mean a lot. And also another thing that I've noticed makes a difference is is reinforcing or encouraging things that sometimes kids or younger individuals uh, taking 
take a likeness to. If you see, like, for example, my little brother, he's 14, and thank goodness he didn't take a liking to the crack smoking story because I'd be worried about him. But he, I see, every now and then I'll see him, he'll sketch some things. You know, he's picked up the acoustic guitar and he'll try to learn certain things. And it's really, really cool. Whereas when I was younger, if I were, were to do certain things, like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. So I'd be like, you want a job? <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, fucking, man. I'm fucking serious. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, we live. We live in a time right now where having a create out, uh, my bad, a creative uh, outlet isn't frowned upon. Um, I do understand the logical approach to certain things, but I think our our generation takes a greater appreciation for thinking outside of the box. Mostly because the generations prior to us kind of fucked up the economy a little bit, so we have people embracing things that they have a passion for because it seems like going the logical quote quote unquote route. Whether it be, uh, and I'm not knocking getting certain degrees and working in certain fields, but um, going out and attempting to get a job in certain things is a little bit more difficult than it used to be. So it's yeah. forcing people to pursue things that they're passionate about or take a genuine interest in, you know, which with, I think with is really, anything, really cool. I think balance is important, but I think, you know, I was, I was talking to a group of young people yesterday about this, like having some sort of outlet is really important, <clears> like <throat> a hobby of any kind. It doesn't even matter what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be music or something more traditional, or it could yeah. just be like I even think playing video games is yeah. is something that you're you it, have an interest in, and it's a subculture and mm-hmm. something for you to be involved in. Yeah, and it also gives you a release from the 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 things you deal with on a normal basis. Like, yeah, you get home from work, or you get home from class, or you get home from school, like whatever it else. Like, if just taking a time out to do something that you look forward to doing. You may not have a monetary gain from it. Like, we aren't we aren't necessarily getting paid for this. Uh, Don't say necessarily. We literally are not. At I mean, all. well, well, hold on. I was trying to get deep. Okay, <laughs> like we're not getting paid. We're we're getting paid in in appreciation. Yeah, like, it feels nice. Like we we meet up, we sit here, and we do this. And um, there are individuals who genuinely listen to the things we say. They might feel it. They might give us feedback. Like y'all stupid as hell because you say it this. But it feels good because this is something we look forward to doing. And individuals hit us up, and they taking the time out of their day to to listen to it. And I know sometimes it can be like hour long, hour 15 maybe, like, but that's still a certain amount of time that someone came through and sat down and paid attention to what we had to say. And we were just regular dudes, so that feels really, really nice. you know. And doing this has also given me more insight to other people with their creative processes as, as well. If someone's making music, I'm just like, yeah, shoot me a link. If someone's at an art gallery or art show, I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll slide through, show some support. Like, if you share certain things on Facebook, like you're trying to sell art or do this, that, and the other, like, I, I pay more attention to that because I can actually see where people are coming from when they do that. Yeah, it's important stuff. to support stuff, you know? Like, it's, uh, I think people talk about it a lot, but, you know, we, it seems like we are so quick to hate on a, a smaller time person who's trying really hard to do something, even if they're kind of decent. But yeah. we give a pass to people who are already established. But like, why? Yeah. How are they established, and why? When they like, don't. They don't know us or really care. Right. About what but there's doing. no investment in them. But like, there could be somebody you went to high school with who's making music, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Versus somebody who's famous, who's like kind of whack, but the beat is hot. Like, why yeah. are you super supporting one and not the other? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but speaking of drawing, my niece has been doing visual art for many years. She's going to be 19, I think. Okay. And she was always very, very self-conscious and didn't want to show anybody her artwork. And I finally saw some of it yesterday, and it is so good. It's like No, it's, like, ridiculous. Really? 
like I want to commission her to do something. I don't know if for this or for the band stuff or what. Yeah. But I was just like, how have you been hiding this? Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I want to see it. And if she wants to do something for this, I'm down with that as well. It's like a anime Steven Universe kind of style. Really? But it's super clean. Like, it looks... I love that. She does everything. She has, like, that digital pin pad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to, like, the artwork for this or... Uh... Yeah, she can do stuff like that. And I even told her, like, you know, I'm glad that we, we worked with Brian and, and he did a great job for us. Yeah. And for not... She gave us a deal and we were able to promote him, but... Like, she could have totally done that, and I had no idea. Oh, that's crazy. That's good. Like, yeah, so... And I showed it to her, and she was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Like, not thinking, like, that she can do it, too. Uh-huh. It was just weird, man. That's it really cool. Me out. I love, you know, the the mind of an artist or someone who creates things is really interesting to me, because everyone has their own little island where you can look over and see someone else on their island, and you can accept what they're doing. It's like, okay, that's cool. You know, and all of these islands are in, like, d- different conditions and it's it's just really really interesting to me because you might be on top of your shit but to you you haven't perfected your craft yet so you're not ready to like put it out into the world whereas someone who thinks their shit is the shit and it might not necessarily be you know up to general standards when it comes to whatever it is that they're doing but everyone has their own criteria their own standards and i really appreciate that a lot because there's no across the board acceptance of anything you know it all comes in different forms and shapes and stuff like that and i know for you you can be a bit particular my musical opinion on things might differ from reggie's because he comes from a background of making things and creating things me i just like like to listen to stuff here and there i mean i i like everything and i listen to a lot of things it's just when i am asked to give a critique on something i am very brutally honest yeah that's all. I mean, like the few records that we've talked about on here, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've liked all of them, but I am not hesitant to point out the things that I feel like fall short or don't click with me. Yeah. So maybe it comes off as more negative, but yeah, I'm like, I'm very open in, into stuff. So. No, no, no. I agree with you. So that's what's up. Um, I did want to um, talk about vernacular really quick before we go. I don't know if you had anything else. No, I don't really have that much. Vernacular, what do you mean? So I was thinking... So, okay, I met somebody who uh, was from is from Texas. I met them at a show. They yeah. don't have a lot of friends here. So I was like, yeah, fine, we can exchange numbers. And I talked to her because she was looking for a Weed Connect, right? Yeah. And I hooked her up with somebody, and she got a really good deal. And she's like, hey, I really appreciate that. Uh, like, can I get you dinner or something? Oh, nice. So anyway, we went and got dinner. And uh, she was saying that, like, I, I my words are weird. And she pointed out, I forget how this came up, but I was I said booty hole. Yeah. And she was like, why don't you just say asshole? No. Right. But it's not, that's gross. Yeah. But booty hole is not gross. Booty hole is not. But why do we feel that way? No, I don't know. I've said, I can't come up with a list of things that I've said, but I have a way of saying things as well. It might be a little bit similar to that. Like, instead of saying ass, I'll just be like, booty meat. Right. Some of it's regional, but like, for instance, I don't like... I don't like the word tits. I was talking to my sister uh-uh. about this. No, I don't like that either. That's too and like much. titties is kind of bad, but it's better. I like titties with a D. Like T-I-D-D. Or, or titties. I like that. Titties. I say Babylons. I say yiddies, actually. Yiddies. <laughs> because the T is right next to the Y, so it's like the yiddies. It makes me laugh. And like, okay, if you have a vagina, you can call it whatever you want, but I don't like pussy that much. I use puh. P-U-H. Puh. I like, I like coochie, punani. Punani. Poon. Poont. There's so many, there's so many options. Yeah, but pussy is just like in your face. 
Yeah. No pun. Intended. I don't know why. Maybe I, I am like a big feline lover, and maybe that's messing me up. Might be. But if I'm if I'm getting hot and heavy with somebody, and like, yeah, you like this pussy. I'm like, I'm being like a little uncomfortable for a second. I might go a little soft. I'll get back. But do you, it's gonna are, be a dip. Do you have words that bother you that you don't like people saying? Who me? Yeah. Um, like referring to genitalia, or uh, just uh, I guess any sort of like slang, like weird slang weird uh, i can't think of them oh cunt is just i don't understand what that is american cunt is weird it, it, british it, cunt is awesome yeah no like it it's one of those words i never understood the seriousness of it my problem with it is that there's no reason to say it at all like if you're you have a problem with someone like why would i go out of my way and call them a cunt the and plus the the consonant sounds that C is super hard. Yeah, the C and the T are just hard. It's just, and and it's like soft in the middle. It's just like a sandwich. It's like a fuck me up sandwich. You know, so like it's it. like I think that's kind of a white insult. I think it is. I think it is. Like, and I'm not down with those greetings sometimes though. Like I've I've seen I've I've been met by a certain white dudes and they were like, "Hey, you fucking guy, come here." I'm like, "Why? Why I gotta be all that? No, don't do that." But it's coming from a good place though, so I understand. I'm like, oh, okay, this guy really likes me as a person. That's what's up. You fucking dipshit. I'm like, well, you're not, you're not about to do all of that. You're not about to, like, just call me all types of wild Oh, speak. okay, that reminded me. We were at a bar really late. We were, it was after that show. Yeah. A bunch of people wanted to go to this late-ass bar that's open until, like, 4.30. We went, and then nobody else came, basically. That shit was, that shit was, yeah. And it was their idea, and yeah. nobody came. Y'all so let then, me down. You let so me down. So then this white man just decided he wanted to be Delancey's friend for some reason. This drunk white guy gave him a slice of pizza in the bar. He did. And then he ate it in one or zero bites. <laughs> it was gone. It was gone pretty quickly. I was sitting kind of to the side of him, and then he was leaning forward, so I saw, like, the side of his ear and the back of his neck. I just saw like his neck moving and his hand <laughs> holding the pizza moving closer and closer to his his face. And I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really. He was hungry. Yeah, I was starved. But that 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 um, I was a little drunk too. But that was an interesting. That was an interesting. I befriended this random white man in this bar, and he was with one or two of his friends, and they were speaking to a drunk lady. Um. And I remember this now. I forgot all about this, but we I befriended him because I was sitting next to him and he was blasted. And I was telling him that he should tell his friends how to approach women appropriately because they were just like walking up and they were trying to like, everybody was drunk. They were just trying to kiss her in the mouth. And I leaned over and I'm like, hey, they doing too much. And he was like, yeah, I know, man. I was like, you got to talk to them like that. Tell them I said less is more. Like just speak to somebody don't see you see how you touching her hair that's unnecessary dog and he was like yeah man that's not cool and then he bought a pizza for five dollars and he's like hey you hungry man i was like yeah and he gave me a slice and it was cool but i was i was upset towards the end of the night because i think she saw me sitting next to him and she knew that they knew one another and she was talking to a different guy she pointed at all of them and then me and just made this face like Ugh. and i was like I don't want you. I was trying to tell them how to approach you appropriately. I was like, see, you've had too much. You need some water. And I think we just stuck around for a little bit more. The taco truck you said was going to come never came. I was shocked. Yeah, I was I was mad about that. But it ended up being a good night overall. But that was oh, one last thing. I'm angry at this chapstick company. Okay. What? So I've been using the EOS. I told you to stop using chapstick. It. Did but, I tell you to stop using it? Yeah. But here's the thing. 
I got it because I always lose chapsticks, but I need chapstick really bad. No, nah, man. And this one is a big ass ball shaped. And everybody's like, why you got that basic bitch ass chapstick? You, yeah. And then my lips have been feeling drier the yes, more I'm using I it. I fucking told you to stop. And then using I looked it. it up. I fucking told you. Didn't I tell you? And I, told I think you. they got sued. Yeah. Because they create a dependency. Stop because they're shit. fucking up people's mouths. They're fucking up people's mouth. Everybody's lips must find something funny because they be so I'm cracking getting, the fuck as up. As soon as we're done with this, I'm going to get on Twitter and be like, you bitch ass. They're going to block me. Yo, we might get. Yeah, I don't know. They gonna, They might block you. But don't send me it. no free shit. Don't send me no free shit. EOS. I EOS. I told You deserve that, though. I told you to stop using that shit a while ago. Well, I don't. You I just don't listen. It's okay. It takes... Okay, I have two of them. I have one in my car and one in my oh, house. Oh, so you bought two? No, I bought a three-pack at Sam's Club oh, for so like three. $5. And right. they're usually, what, like $5 a piece? I guess. So I was like, this is a deal and I won't lose them. And I'm, I'm, I'm mad at you for doing that. I hope you learn. Like, like that's good. Stop with your, with your dry lips. So they, look, they look dry. <laughs> so don't, uh, don't buy that shit. Okay. And then I'm going to Walmart now. I'm staring at your lips right now. Shit's I wish I wish you wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, it's over. It's done. That's what you get. So, all right. Um, like we said earlier, if you have any projects or something like that, or if you have a song that you want us to use for the intro or the outro or whatever else, and you have some quality work that you want us to link people to, just let us know because we're all about helping each other out. Yeah, share your stuff with us, and we can uh, link it on the Twitter and on the Facebook. And uh, I don't know if you're in, if you're in Chicago, maybe we can collaborate or do a show. Or... Agreed. Likewise. So till next spring time, and summer are, are around the corner. It's February. We're gonna be out. Yeah, we all gonna die. As you know, if enough people in the area listen to this, we could maybe we could do a meetup. That would be awesome. I would be down for that. We're, you we're could get cool. Delancey's autograph. He likes to sign cleavage. I don't. I've never. I've never. And that's stupid because you gotta you gotta shower and wash that off. So it don't make sense to me. You know. I was yeah, but they wanna they wanna shower with you. They want you to wash it off. Nah, we already went over this. I'm gonna just slip and die. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I, 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 like I didn't say it. I didn't say put anything in anywhere. They just want you to rub on the the top. No, the that's no, no, no. I'm I'm too clumsy. Like I would probably hurt myself regardless, no matter what's going on. So you you rub on breasts like you're the Three Stooges. Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta grease. <laughs> <laughs> so until. Until next time, uh, we signing off, I guess. Me, Reggie, and Reggie's dry lips. So, that's <laughs> No small talk. Bitch, I'm taking calls. No small talk.